Welcome to another In the Telling Scrapisode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this Scrapisode, podcast and radio personality Richie Stedman explains why he loves theater so much. This Scrapisode is sponsored by Anthony Buck. Anthony Buck has been teaching people to sing with greater ease and strength and more beautiful tone for over 10 years. His students successfully sing musical theater, pop, classical, and even rock music. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Do you think that theater is the outlier among the things that you do, in that most of what you do, you are your brand, and you have um, a lot of what you're talking about, but is your experience in in theater different from that or similar? So one of the things I love about my theater experience is, I mean, it is, it, it's a, it's a wholly different thing, right? Like when you're on the radio and you're doing a podcast and to some extent, some of the other things, but specifically in those, like we're talking right now and who knows who's going to listen to this, how many people those will be. And I have no idea what their response will be. Some of them will be like, wow, what a narcissistic jerk this guy was. Some people will be like, oh, spot on. I thought about this and he really inspired me to go and do this thing, but I have no idea. I have you. The thing that I love about, um, about the theater is that when done right and done the way that I like to do it, it is people who have forgotten everything from their life. They left it at the at the green door, you know, the, the stage door, and they've come in and they've said, I'm here to play tonight. And maybe I'm playing a mean villain or I'm playing, a, you know, a protagonist, an antagonist, whatever the thing is, I am here, I am present, and we are creating a thing. And you get that immediate feedback um, from an audience. You know whether or not, man, you really clicked that right. Or, man, I'm really getting people to feel the bad things or the great things um, that I'm feeling because I can hear it. I know that. It's not it that, that to me is not like radio at all. The hardest thing for me about theater now is justifying it monetarily. And that for me is it's sad because I love it so much. I've often said that I think if, if I if I could be a full-time theater person and that was the only job I had to do, I would likely do that because I love it that much. It's just not a reality. It's such a sparse reality for many people. I don't even know that. People on Broadway just do that. But for me, you know, I do it a couple times a year. And then the rest of the time I'm making money on other things so that I feel like I can take that time and, and do theater stuff. What about a story, whether it is through a radio or a podcast or theater or a song or anything like that? What about a story grabs you, takes you to an emotional place where you're reliving something or sharing something that somebody else is reliving? What does the story have to have for you to do that? It has to be real. Stories have to be real. If if people aren't being sincere or it's all sort of one note. um, So recently at at, uh, the Desert Star, I do the majority of my performing. We did a show that I know you've done before, My Big Fat Utah Wedding. We were both in it originally 15 years ago. Uh, and one of the reasons why I think that it was so successful, um, as it is the longest running show in the state of Utah ever, um, is that that show, like most of the other shows there, it has um, it has heart and it has, you know, people falling in love and then people breaking up and then, you know, people really coming back together. And there there's a truthfulness 
um, to that show in particular that for that theater is sort of a rare occurrence. So just coming off the heels of that, that's obviously the thing I'm thinking about the most. But for me, the the truthfulness and an authenticity that I'm not just like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, that was so funny. For two hours, I laughed so hard. That's great. I like laughing for two hours. Um, but I really like to be let in on that. Oh, yeah, no, I've I've felt that terrible before. I've um, experienced that frustration. It's the same thing for me that I love about stand-up comedians. You know, they're just great storytellers that have jokes worked into their stories. But the ones that I love the most aren't ones that it's like, ha, 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 oh, 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 you know, I'm laughing the whole time. It's, oh, and I'm frustrated with how this is. And haven't you been here with that? Boy, you, you certainly can relate to that. Yes, I can. But then haven't you ever considered, oh, I hadn't considered that different perspective. Oh, yeah, no, I do get frustrated with that. There's a, there's an authenticity that um, that so often is missing even within podcasting, even within radio, where people will, you know, if you're talking about a subject you don't know about this being for podcasting, right? And you just are kind of going along. It's like, okay, well, cool. I'm not interested either. So thanks. <laughs> thanks for wasting my time. Click next one. For radio, I mean, you can tell when people are, I think this is what the cool kids are talking about. So I'm going to talk about this cool kid thing. And they don't have their own personal come at that particular subject. You know, I, I find those things to be really boring. And I mean, it, it gets even worse in theater when you know that they're saying words that they memorize from a page and they haven't embodied that at all. I just like I'm done. And I'm almost to the point. I'm not this guy yet, but I'm almost to the point where I would get up and walk out of a theater, change to the next podcast, you know, change the radio station, whatever the thing is. I'm almost to that point. Whereas I thought that's disrespectful before, now I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, it's disrespectful, you didn't care more. Click out. Thank you for listening to this In the Telling Scrapisode, sponsored by vocal teacher Anthony Buck. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals.